0: Back in the mid-90s, there were two major mascots in the video game world, Mario and Sonic. Because of this, many developers decided to get into the platformer game and see if they can make their own platformer icon, a new mascot to rival the popularity of Mario and Sonic. Some mascots we got in the 90s were remembered, such as, say, Crash Bandicoot. However, in the massed amount of game companies making their own video game mascots, there was bound to be some that were going to get forgotten in time. Most of these platformer mascots are better off forgotten, but there were some hidden gems here and there. Some guys just don't get the spotlight because they just get overshadowed sometimes. Not every icon can hit that popularity of a Mario or a Sonic. However, I feel like there's one platformer on the Sega Genesis I think really got overlooked. The game is a hidden gem known as Dynamite Heady. Made in 1994, Dynamite Heady was made by Treasure. Treasure would also be known for other hidden gems such as Gunstar Heroes in 93 and later on with Mischief Makers in 1997. So what exactly kind of game is Dynamite Heady? Well, it's a platformer game, but it also throws a few curveballs as well with some 2D shooter sections. You play as Hetty, a puppet with a detachable head. Heady can use his head to grab onto things and it's handy for platforming. Can't reach that platform above you? Well, Heady can detach his head and get up there with ease. There are also over 15 different head power-ups that Heddy can get. You can bash objects with the metal slammer head, turn invisible for a short while, suck up bad guys with the vacuum head, or use the spike head to show the bad guys use boss. Part of the fun of this game is getting each power-up and seeing what it does and how it can help you in the situation you are in in that given time. So the story is this. The evil King Dark Demon is capturing all the puppets and is trying to turn them into his evil army. Heddy is captured but is deemed not even worthy enough to be transformed, so into the garbage he goes. He escapes with a few of his puppet friends as the game begins as a running section as you are trying to get away. Right from the start, you will notice that the game is set like a puppet stage play. There's moving parts all around the backgrounds so and makes for a really cool and unique look. Even the health bar is the stage light on the top left that goes with the game's theme. Treasure really took the stage motif and went all in with it. That might be the best thing about this game is how it looks, the impressive colors, big explosions, large sprites, and rapidly changing backgrounds. There's parts in this game that makes you look on the shelf and go, wait, this is on the Genesis? It's one of the most impressively graphic Sega Genesis games I've ever played. This game looks better than some Super Nintendo games and the Super Nintendo was a much more powerful system. Not to mention it's doing all these moving parts, and not really much of a sacrifice of frame rate either. It really shows what the Sega Genesis can actually do. Once you get done with the escape section, all your friends do end up getting captured as you run into a cat villain named Trouble Bruin. He's a pretty easy boss the first time you meet him, but you'll meet him throughout the game, and he becomes quite the headache. Get it, head. He uses his head? The next stage is a nearby town. This is where you can learn the basics of the game, and you're gonna need to practice up, because this game is not easy. In fact, oddly enough, the Japanese version of Dynamite Heady is actually easier than the US version. Most of the time, it was the Japanese version was much harder, as there was a stigma that US players were just not as good at video games as Japanese players. Here, it's flip-flopped. I wouldn't call the difficulty full-out ruthless, but there's definitely gonna be some retries for this game. The game's sound design is also great, with voice lines that don't sound fish crush as most Genesis games had voice lines were. Some of the stage titles are also just flat-out hilarious. Titles such as Terminate Her 2, Stair Wars, and Illegal Weapon 3. These are so bad, they're great. The game's true ending is also 10 minutes long. It's something games didn't do back at this time. I think that's what I love most about Dynamite Heady. It goes all out on everything. The music, the stages, the platforming. You knew Treasure was given 100% on everything in this game and it's reward is one of the best looking games on the system. When I talk to most Genesis fans to talk about what's their favorite platformer on the system that's not Sonic, most of them will probably say Ristar or Ristar, however you pronounce it, I think it's Ristar. However, for me, I think it goes to Dynamite Heady as it does so many things so well that it's just too impressive to ignore. Luckily, the game is part of the Genesis Mini Collection, so if you have that and want to play something new, no doubt don't give a pass on Dynamite Heady. This game truly is a hidden treasure. (laughs) See what I did there? Because the developer's name is Treasure. I had to use my head for that one. Okay, I'm done with the puns. I'll, I'll, I'll get going.